Conversations with today's newsmakers. Well, welcome back to the program. Matt Locke here filling in for the vacationing Casey Hendrickson. And I'm going to get right to the telephone because we have the Attorney General of the great state of Indiana. Todd Rokita has been kind enough to give us a little bit of time today. Sir, welcome to the program. Hey, Matt. Great to be back on the station. You sound pretty good to be the sub. I don't know. Maybe you should be well, the permanent I, guy. I Well, look at that. Hey, 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 hey. I'll give you that $100 later. So tell us about this <laughs> parent's bill of rights, sir. What What is a parent's bill of rights? Well, what I did in, when we did in the office, we saw that for the first time, really in a generation, uh, parents being involved in, really involved in their children's education. Now, it was, uh, it was a reaction to something very negative and destructive going on, and that is the teaching of oppressive, oppressive ideas and oppressive actions that divide kids and teach them how different they are and, 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 and how just, you know, and, and how bad the country is and these things and whatever the practices, you know, whatever they call it, some call it critical race theory. There's other names for it, but it, the practice is one of division and one of oppression. It doesn't belong in school, uh, certainly K through 12. So parents reacted. And what I want to do with the parents bill of rights is, is I saw this as a good thing. And even if you believe in critical race theory for some for some reason, you could still use the Parents' Bill of Rights. So you can go into a school board meeting educated with confidence about the process and what your rights and responsibilities are so that you can have an effective conversation so that you can get control of what's being taught to your children and make sure it's not indoctrination and and, well, and, and do your job as a parent. Well, and I love that, by the way, but it doesn't just seem out of place. Haven't parents always have, haven't they always had this right? I mean, your property taxes go to education, a portion of them. I mean, you're paying these folks, you're electing these representatives to be on these school boards for you. Don't you have the right? I want to go through this. You've got six rights listed in this document to question and address the child school officials about what's going on, all the stuff in the schools, giving proper notice to review curriculums, to explain you know your children are being taught according to indiana and federal law this all seems like it should be common sense right yeah yeah it, it, it does but you gotta understand I mean, for you and me maybe who are used to being in the process so to speak or going to these meetings it might seem easy and common sense enough but for you know parents who have been working hard trying to live their life trying to raise their children expecting that the schools are going to do their job and then finding out this horror that their kids are being indoctrinated into some Marxist ideology that pits oppressors versus uh, oppressor, oppressors versus oppressees and all this other nonsense that they're teaching in the school and this gender radicalism and, and extreme sex education that goes right along with all this. You know, now they have to pay attention to this. It could be, and then never have participated in a quote-unquote government process before. This could be intimidating. So to be clear, yeah, this, this isn't Todd Rakita coming up with new rights. What I did was in in a in a in a guide like formula uh, format with questions and answers. After those rights are listed, uh, you get a primer on uh, on on how uh, on what your rights and responsibilities are. So nothing new here for sure, but putting it all in one place. And by the way, we're going to have additional versions of this. You know, this has been very popular. We got a lot of good suggestions about things that really need to be added. Some follow-on questions that were asked. 
And then we're going to have additional installments where we're going to talk about religious rights in public schools. We're going to talk about your medical rights in schools like getting jabbed or not, masked or not, uh, and uh, also your educational choice rights. And so we're putting um, parents in charge again. We're putting these school systems and these administrators and leaders and unions who are not for their children, who are for themselves, on notice that we're not going to take it anymore. And I'm going to be behind the parents and these kids all the way because they're a they're our best asset, and they deserve an education that teaches critical thinking skills, not indoctrination. Boy, amen to that. We've got Attorney General of the great state of Indiana, Todd Rokita, has joined us here. i got to ask you a question. You said something that piques my interest here. I had an article right before you came on. Uh, Cindy Axney, who is a uh, Democrat out of the state of Iowa, is looking to see if there can be a federally mandated mask mandate in schools what do you say to that yeah i i say to her you know if you're trying to run a free republic and i don't think she is right but if you're trying to preserve and nurture a a a free republic which our constitution demands which we we saw which our founder signed a declaration for and then fought a very bloody war for uh, then you learn, then you would know that in a free republic, you have to have personal responsibility and you have to have individualism, not collectivism. Uh, the nanny government shouldn't be making every decision for you. And that's kind of the road that these Democrats are trying to push us down. And with that, we lose our American exceptionalism. We, we lose the very uniqueness of this country where for for decades and for uh, hundreds of years, people wanted to get in this country so that they can breathe that liberty and they can practice individualism and their own personal responsibility and the freedoms and rights and liberties that go commensurate with that. And you still have people now illegally thwarting our laws, trying to get into this country, flooding over the border um, for that same for that same freedom. You hope. Uh, you wonder now if it's more for the social programs that. Democrats like this lady that you're talking about want to want to have, but these Democrats and the far left are pushing all this away from us and putting us down this road that takes us in a direction, really, that every other country in the past has been down, uh, <laughs> and as, and that now many are trying to get away from. So, you know, it's the wrong idea. Long, sorry for the long-winded answer, but the mask is not just about the mask. It's about controlling the individual. It's about taking away your liberty and your right to choose what's best for yourself and your family. And that's why any kind of national mask mandate must be defeated. And I imagine that me and a couple uh, other attorneys general won't let the sun set in Indiana uh, before we're we're suing in federal court if there's ever a national mass mandate. Well, I appreciate what you're doing for the great state of Indiana. We've got a very good attorney general down here in Texas as well. So I'm glad you guys are putting up the fight. Last question oh. here. Have just a couple minutes. Ken Paxton so, is wonderful. Ken Paxton, Ken Paxton is, wonderful. is a great man. I've interviewed him several times, and I'm enjoying this conversation with you because you guys are like-minded individuals trying to protect freedom. we got a couple minutes, sir, and I want to get this question out because you're getting pushback. The, the, the folks on the other side are calling this document polarized. It's politicized. What do you say to that? <laughs> oh, the Parents' Bill of Rights? Yeah. Since when is empowering parents to raise their children so that you can have a strong family unit, which is the foundation of any free society, polarizing? 
No, they're the ones that are polarizing this. They, they, they were caught. This is what happened. They've been doing this to our kids. This isn't the first time. It's been going on for a while. Uh, they've been caught indoctrinating our children, and now they don't know what to do. First, they say, oh, CRT doesn't exist. Oh, it doesn't exist in the classroom. Oh, but it's needed so that we can have a non-polarizing environment. They're the ones that are polarizing and politicizing our kids. You know what? Let's get back to math, reading, and science so that we compete with kids in the rest of the world in the 21st century world and win again. Let's, let's focus on those hard classes that aren't so, should not be political at all and not worry so much about uh, politicizing uh, our children. Well, thank you so much, sir. I'll tell you what, we've got Attorney General from the great state of Indiana, Todd Rokita, real quick here. How can people find out more? Where can the parents find out more, sir? Uh, go uh, to the Indiana Attorney General's website. It's really simple. So go Indiana Attorney General uh, and uh, on uh, on your browser, uh, your search engine, and it'll come right up. We have the Parents' Bill of Rights on the Indiana Attorney General's uh, front page, so you can't miss it. Bookmark it. Come back to it. Like I said, we're going to have installments, and we hope you find it useful. All right. Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita, thank you for stopping by, sir. Certainly appreciate the conversation. Yep. See you next time. Thanks. Thank you. There you go. There you go. And I'm running way over Matlock here for Casey Hendrickson. Come back. We'll discuss this on the other side. You're listening to 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Podcasts by Federated Media.